everyone, and welcome back to another edition of the Rockcast, a podcast made by Rockhurst University students for Rockhurst University students and potential students and alumni and Rockhurst family and really anyone who's interested in Rockhurst. Uh, on the show today, we're going to be joined by Angie Carr uh, as a special guest. Uh, she leads student life at Rockhurst, and she'll be talking with us about what students can expect this spring. Uh, a lot of new things are, are going to be happening, um, and she's really excited about it. We're really excited about it, and we've heard some, some uh, really good, excited conversations happening among students about what's going to happen next. So we'll hear from her. Uh, and then we have started the spring semester, and this is going to be a little sad part here the last as undergrads for uh, two of our cast, uh, America and Vince. So we're going to pick their brains on what they've learned in their time at Rockhurst about what it's like being on campus, how to survive, how to thrive, things like that. Um, and of course, we're, we're going to get uh, their opinions on, on what recommendations they would have for, again, new students or people in the middle of their journey through Rockhurst. And finally, we're going to talk about the Super Bowl because the Chiefs are back in the Super Bowl. Vince has got his Travis Kelsey jersey on if, if you're not watching on Zoomcast here. Uh, we've got the old goat versus the potential new goat, greatest of all time, in uh, Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes. So we'll, we'll get into that a little bit. But first, let's have everyone introduce themselves. Tell us who you are, where you're from, major, of course, and then what you're looking forward to for uh, this semester? Well, my name is America. I am from Shawnee, Kansas. I'm a corporate accounting and finance major. And I think that I'm most excited just to spend this last semester with my friends. Um, hopefully get to, uh, you know, see them maybe, you know, obviously with COVID times um, through Zoom or, you know, through a phone call, but just get to kind of have this last semester together. Um, hi, uh, I'm Vince Ruschetta. I'm a senior nursing major here at Rockhurst, uh, resident coffee addict. Um, this week for the Rockcast, I'm going to be pretending I'm Travis Kelsey, <laughs> not on our Red Friday. <laughs> this semester, um, I'm just looking forward to one last ride um, here at Rockhurst uh, with my friends, obviously kind of like America was uh, saying, doing our best to socially distance and be safe while also like kind of checking in on everybody that I've kind of made relationships with all throughout college. Uh, now as we approach our final semester here. Hello everyone, my name is Brianna Murrell. I'm a sophomore physics of medicine student from St. Louis, Missouri, and I'm definitely looking forward to strengthening networks and connections. Um, I'll be making that transition from sophomore to junior, so it's kind of like underclassmen to upperclassmen, um, so that'll be a very nice transition. I can't wait to explore and be able to experience all the new things happening on campus. Very excited for that. All right, everyone. Hello, hello. My name is Jared Payton. I am a sophomore at Rockers. I'm a major in marketing, minor in film acting from Chicago, Illinois. And something I'm looking forward to, honestly, a lot, I'm looking forward to this semester specifically, just being able to be more involved on campus virtually, as I am still in Chicago. But there's a lot going on. I'm really excited about that. I'm really excited about connecting, just as Brianna said, and just making ways for me to bring certain things back to campus in the fall. This is a huge growth period for me. So I'm just really excited to see how I and how everyone else can grow during this time. We are pleased to be joined this week by Angie Carr. And Angie, rather than me go through a list of everything it is that you do for the university, would you mind telling us how do you spend your days and what services does your office provide for students? 
Absolutely. So I'll start off um, by talking a little bit about what Emma Rapp, who's the Assistant Director of Student Life, and I are specific responsibilities. So I'll, I'll get to the technical stuff and then we'll, I'll talk a little bit about what a day look like, looks like. Uh, but together between the two of us, we cover new student orientation and that's um, transfer as well as first time college student and the first year experience or so how to are you program, leadership programs, student organizations. I um, work with Student Senate on the Student Activity Fee Budgeting Committee, one of my greater joys. And I say that because some of the members are, are here on this podcast with us. Uh, and then we also have fraternity and sorority life, which uh, the fraternities and sororities at Rockhurst are about 40% of the undergraduate student population. So that's quite quite a high percentage when you compare to other universities. So our, our organizations are thriving. Uh, the Student Activities Board. So um, the activities and comedians and concerts and magicians and all the fun contests and things for our students. That's uh, um, Emma advises the Student Activities Board. Uh, Health and Wellness also comes out of our, our area. And Family and Alumni Weekend, we jointly work together with the Office of Alumni. So that's kind of our uh, our areas of uh, responsibilities. What we love about our job, and I know I can speak for Emma, is no day is ever the same. Um, because we're in higher education, there's always meetings. There's meetings with students. There's meetings with, just had a meeting with about 10 colleagues today talking about student fees and, and how they're allocated and all that good, good stuff. Um, but really, we have open door policies in our office. So if our door is open, come on in. And pandemic-wise, that means if you want to meet with us, let's schedule a Zoom uh, if you're online or you prefer not to come into the office. And we talk about everything and we guide students um, largely through student organization things. So officer transition, recruitment, leadership programs. Sometimes students will just come in our office and we have a, a box of tissues on our desk for a reason. They're having a rough day and it's a student who we know well and they just want someone to listen. Um, Susan Janet is our office manager and the assistant to Dr. Quick, who's also in our office. And we jokingly say that if anyone doesn't know an answer, they send them to our office. So we'll, people will come into our office and ask for where to get the parking pass or how to put uh, meal points on their ID or, you know, why is this on my fee? And if we don't know the answer, we will send them to the right office. So our days really vary. Um, sometimes they go into nights. Uh, I'll be here um, this weekend helping up our set up our big movie screen, which I'll talk about here in a minute. But I think Chad, that answers your question. Great, thank you so much. I am going to turn this over to America, Vince, Brianna and Jarrett now for any questions you may have for Angie and what her office does, specifics, anything like that. So have at it guys. Yeah, sure. Um, uh, I'll kick it off. Uh, so Angie, um, coming back to school here the for the spring 2021 semester, um, what events are going on here this uh, kind of first few weeks of school? I am so glad you asked um, because thank you to Student Senate and the Student Activity Fee Budgeting Committee. There are some new and exciting things I referenced earlier, the movie screen. Um, the Student Activity Fee Budgeting Committee purchased a huge, if you've ever been to like an outdoor movie screen, we have one, we own one here for, uh, free for students to use, students, faculty, staff, rockers, entities. Um, so if a, if a department wanted to host a, a movie night, um, by golly, we can, we can help you out with that. So 
it has to be set up in the convocation center until the weather gets nice. And we're going to make that available on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday nights after 8 p.m. Uh, and the student activity through budgeting committee also set aside money to purchase the rights to show movies. So for instance, I don't know if you all know this, but this would be a good time for us to tell you, you can't just get a group together anywhere on campus and pop in a DVD that you own. That's actually against movie copyrights. You have to purchase the copyrights to movies if you're going to show them in a group outside of your residence or outside of a classroom. And so um, you have to give us a five day lead time, but then you can come and uh, socially distance and watch a big movie with a wonderful sound system uh, in the Convocation Center, like I said, until the weather gets nice. And an email was sent out to all students about that earlier. So feel free to reserve away. Uh, we do have to have lead time, a five business day lead time, so we can be sure to copy, uh, purchase the copyrights and get that to you. So that's, that's something that can happen every Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night for anyone. And again, socially distanced, we'll have to limit the capacity, but it's, I don't quote me on this, but I think we can put 50 people in there maybe more. Uh, I'll check on that. The other thing that SAFBC has um, purchased and it will be ready probably mid-March is an outdoor living room in the back of Excel. And so it's going to be a covered, covered patio with outdoor furniture and a permanent fire pit for just students to gather anytime. No need to reserve it as long as y'all stay socially distanced. SAB is hosting our first fire pit Friday tonight. And those six fire pits that they're going to use are also purchased by Student Activity Fee Budgeting Committee. Those can also be reserved by student organizations um, through Ad Astra, like you would reserve a room. And you can uh, bring your own chair, bring your own blanket, bring your own guitar, whatever you want to do, uh, and have a good time around the fire pit. Um, you could probably talk us into purchasing some uh, s'mores. Makins, if that's what you'd like to do. Um, we just want you to be able to gather and, and have fun uh, in, in our and in, in also under our COVID protocol. Uh, if you take a walk behind XL, you'll see a new basketball goal and new basketball. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Proper lines um, painted. It looks really nice. If you need a basketball, you can get one from uh, the XL front desk. So you, they look a heck of a lot nicer uh, than they used to. If you like sand volleyball, you'll be glad to know that SAFBC also provided some money for Matt Young and his grounds crew to add some sand to the sand volleyball court to make it um, nicer, easier to, to, to play um, uh, volleyball. Uh, there's also now a uh, divider around it, so it keeps the sand in, and we purchase a, a new a new net. So that's something fun. Um, be sure to follow SAB's Instagram. They are running all sorts of virtual contests this this semester, and any comedian or music artist or any event they do, they're also going to do online. So if you're an all online student, please be sure you're following all the Instagrams, SAB, Senate, um, the Rockhurst University, Student Life, because we're really trying to amp up our social media to let you know what's going on. With that being said, be sure to fill out your Campus Clear app every day, uh, not only because you need to and we ask you to, but we'll be giving away some awesome prizes. We've already given away $300 in gift cards. Thanks again to Student Activity Fee Budgeting Committee. Um, the leadership applications are out right now. So if you're interested in being a resident assistant, uh, orientation leader, peer coach, 
um, Fraternity Sorority Life 101 coordinator, be sure to pop online on, under uh, campus organizations and complete those applications. They're due February 9th. Um, lots of retreats coming up. I think a retreat on the rock, that's not student life, it's campus ministry, but those applications are out right now. Um, so be sure to sign up for that. Uh, fraternity recruitment is just beginning. So for those who are, um, even if you're not sure you're interested, go to the information nights, go to some events and get to know our fraternity men. They're, they're um, truly the, the leaders on this campus and I, I recommend you check it out. Sorority recruitment is concluded, but there's still opportunities to join. So if you miss the opportunity to go through sorority recruitment, come to our office and Emma and I are in Massman 1. If you come down the north steps of Massman Hall, um, which is the, the north steps uh, um, is the, the ones closest to Conway Hall. If you don't know the directions, it's okay. Um, come down those north steps, we're right at the bottom and we'll be happy to um, get you involved and at least meet some sorority women to see if you'd like to do that. We'll also be bringing on uh, Zeta Phi Beta, National Panhellenic uh, Council of Sorority soon. Um, so historically black organization. So be sure to come uh, and check that out and we'll have some posting about that. If you ever wanna know what's going on, please download the guidebook app. You can go to guidebook and look daily and see uh, what's happening. Um, and not only that, but there's resources. Like, did you know that if you were trying to decide what you wanted for lunch and you weren't sure if you wanted to go to Einstein's or Tutaco or the dining hall, the menus are on the guidebook app. I don't know about you, but that's pretty important to me. Um, so the guidebook app, I'm just gonna show you. You're gonna come here, you're gonna go to the, I don't know if you can see that. Anyway, there's those top three lines at the top and it shows you the schedule and all the resources on campus. So be sure to, to download the guidebook app. If you don't know how, just email me, angie.carr at rockhurst.edu and I'll send you the instructions or just look around campus. We have posters everywhere. Um, all the student organizations have so many activities that there's no way I could list them here. That's why you need to look in the guidebook. There's philanthropy weeks, there's um, evening events, there's afternoon events, there's ways to join student organizations. We want you to be involved. Uh, data shows that students who are involved outside of the classroom in at least one or more activities, uh, not only are happier with their college experience, but they graduate at a higher rate than their peers who aren't. So if you, if you aren't involved in something and you look at the student organization list and you're like, none of these are really of interest to me, come see me. Um, we've started organizations since I've been here. Active Minds has started since I've been here. Um, uh, you know, if, if, um, if you're interested in pottery and there's not a pottery organization, by golly, we'll figure something out. So we just want you to get involved. Um, and I think uh, I might've said a few things there. Angie, I'm interested in your opinion, which new thing coming to campus do you think is gonna be like the most popular? Like if you had to do your prediction, do you think the movie screen would be the most popular or like the fire pit Fridays would be the most popular? I'd almost like to throw that back out to you guys. I am not 18 to 22 anymore. I, I'm excited about the movie screen because I can see, I can see, um, you know, bringing my own chips, laying on my sleeping bag in the convocation center with the lights off and the sound really big. I mean, this movie screen is like you are at a real movie theater. It's that big. So I, that would be mine, but I'm also kind of stoked about the outdoor living room, even though it's not here yet. 
what do you guys think students are most excited about? What are you hearing? I know for me personally, um, since Fire Pit Fridays are like set in stone, I'm hearing a lot of people wanting to go out to that. So I'm very anxious to see how that's going. I was um, telling them earlier that all my friends are going tonight. So it should be a lot of fun. But then also the movie screen, like it's gonna be a lot of fun, especially when it's outside. That gives like a completely different vibe. So I can't wait to see how things turn out. I know for me, I'm particularly excited um, for the movie screen. I think it's going to be great, especially for just organizations on campus who have wanted to get together in person and who have had just, you know, only meetings through Zoom. I think this is going to be a great way for them to connect with each other. And especially when you don't even have to pay for the movie rides. I feel like that's just going to make it so much easier because I know last semester, um, you know, my sorority, for example, and I heard of another sorority, um as well that you know we wanted to have like a movie night but of course sometimes in the it's not in each organization's budget to buy the rides so i think that's gonna be great um i think i'm really really excited for that and i know other organizations are as well um to piggyback off of what america just said i definitely think that movie screen is gonna be very popular for all the things that she just said but also because i feel as if it'll give the general student population, maybe those especially freshmen who might not be as involved with organizations yet to really want to get involved. You know, they're going to hear about these movies showing, you know, in the convo. And I'm going to assume that these organizations would have maybe specific ones that have to cater to what they're trying to do in their organization, you know, things of certain, just certain genres. And I feel like it'll just be a really, not just a great way to connect with the people that aren't involved yet, but honestly, just a great way to show, hey, this is what we're about and come enjoy yourself at the same time. You know, I really think it's a win-win, honestly. But on top of that, if I had to say something other than the movie screen, I would say, hmm, I'm not on campus, but I've heard a lot about the basketball court. Um, some of my friends have sent me pictures. So I've heard quite a lot of hype around that and the volleyball court as well. So I feel like that's gonna make quite a difference, especially when you know we see the warmer months start to come around, specifically April, May. I feel like it'll take a few months until it gets warm, but those will also be quite limited. Uh, America pretty much covered me there on the uh, movie theater. I just know there's been talk within my own organization, uh, my, fr my fraternity organization as well, about like different ideas what we can do for the uh, movie theater. So i uh, really excited to be able to see what we can come up with to use that there. So it's gonna be a really good resource for our students here on this campus. Vince, you mentioned fraternity and Angie just talked about fraternity. Uh, what's recruitment like for fraternities on your side from already being in it? Or what was it like when you um, were looking for one to get into? Yeah, for sure. Um, Rockers, I feel like is really unique uh, in terms of fraternity life uh, because we do deferred recruitment. So with deferred recruitment, we don't recruit um, in the fall, typically like larger or most other universities do. Uh, we actually recruit right now during the start of the spring semester. And I just think it's really cool and unique because it gives students a opportunity to actually see for themselves like what the other, like what all the fraternities are like instead of just jumping right into it right away. Uh, another advantage that comes with deferred uh, recruitment is that students are able to kind of get up on their own feet in college. You know, um, at other schools, you can, you start, you rush the first week and suddenly like that is your like singular identity for the rest of college. Uh, here at Rockers, you know, students have an opportunity to see all the other organizations that we have here. Um, like Andrew was kind of saying, students here at Rockers are super involved and that's a really good thing. And FSL life is just another tenant of that, uh, making a whole well-rounded student. So giving them that opportunity to see everything there is to see at Rockers during their first semester, uh, I think gives them an advantage when they do decide to rush 
uh, going into the spring semester. So talking about that, the way it kind of works is um, there are two um, interfraternity, uh, interfraternal council uh, meetings that happen. Uh, I believe we just had one last night. Uh, I'm not sure when the other one is actually scheduled. Andy, do you know when that one is? I do. Let me look right here. Wednesday, the 3rd of February. There you go. So on, so, so the second one's going to happen on Wednesday, February 3rd. And what happens at these uh, IFC nights is that um, new students or any student wanting to rush uh, has the opportunity to uh, kind of get to know the five fraternities that we have here. Uh, they'll typically have their recruitment chairman and a president kind of speak on behalf of the fraternity, kind of talk what they're about, what they like to do, show a recruitment video, and then typically have a opportunity to talk to some of the members. Um, I believe this year we're doing it via Zoom. Uh, this be, you know, make everything safe and socially distant because of COVID and all that. But um, if you're interested in rushing, this is definitely, you know, this is the way it kind of works out. And so if you had, didn't go to the one last night, please feel free to come to the one on Wednesday and come meet all of us. We're excited to meet all of you. In America, uh, how did last week go for you? Were you involved in that? Or even look, looking back on uh, your freshman year or whenever it is you, you jumped in, um, how's that experience? Yeah, um, I definitely think it's a great experience. Obviously, um, last week was a bit completely different than it has been in any years past. But I think it went well overall. I am very excited. I know every organization as well. I've heard that they are very excited about the girls that they got. Um, and it, it really is just and I think what Vince kind of touched on about just having that deferred recruitment, you really get to form like relationships um, your first semester of college. And I think that's very important because, you know, I think that e, um, sorority life or fraternity really just becomes about, you know, it's an, an extra to your life. It doesn't like, it's not just like the only organization or like you're only hang out with your, I mean, you can, if you want to, but it doesn't have to be that way. Um, and I know that many of, uh, you know, uh, people in, uh, that are involved they are, you know, very involved in other organizations as well. So I definitely recommend it, you know, for uh, students that you know, that are in high school, if you're listening, I, it's something to consider, especially at Rockers, um, because I really feel like we have like great companionship between all fraternities and sororities. Excellent. Any other questions for Angie? I do have, I have one question. So moving forward, uh, what are you, what is, I guess, like your plan or your NMS plan when, could there be like things now with the vaccine being out, is there a possibility of maybe having some events that aren't particularly scheduled right now? Could that change in the future? Or is that something that you guys are thinking about? I know that things change, you know, every single day. Um, but I just kind of want to know what your office is working on in that area. Anything's possible. Uh, we will take direction from our Pathways Planning Tax Task Force, which is what the university has in place. And they are in communication with the Kansas City Health Department and the CDC. So we're really at their will, but I will tell you what we talk about and what we are planning is we always have a plan A and we have a plan B. Uh, and our plan A is COVID style, pandemic style, socially distanced, minimum. And then our plan B is kind of our wish list, our dream to when, uh, when we no longer have to um, be, you know, follow the COVID plans. I will tell you though, there are some things that we are doing now um, because of the pandemic that may continue. Um, you know, our virtual presence is much more vibrant 
than it was. Um, and so those things will maintain, but um, I don't really have an answer for you because right now we're, we're still under COVID protocol, um, but we're dreaming it as, as big as you all are to the time when um, we can gather in large groups. I have a question. Just one simple question to kind of go off of what America asked. But um, family weekend, um, big staple of our person living to say the least. Um, I saw that as a freshman. Is that more so on you know the pandemic style of having that next fall? Like, will it be in that way? If obviously that's going to directly correlate with COVID and what we know as far as not just the vaccine but the entire scenario to this point. Or is that more on the wish list? How is how does that kind of factor into the fall and what we're kind of looking to see potentially? By Family Alumni Weekend, reports tell us we will be closer to um, less restrictions, if that makes sense, um, based on CDC and health guidelines. But we will still be planning um, like I said, COVID style plan A, wish list plan B um, until we know for sure. But um, if you look at what the CDC and the health department are saying, um, you know, mid autumn will, will look good for things. Um, sadly, Family Alumni Weekend is early autumn. Uh, and so that's why we're, we're plan A COVID style, plan B wish list. One more question for you, Angie. Uh, um, what brings you the most satisfaction in, in your role? Uh, these, these faces right here, uh, the students. Um, you know, that's why we're here. And that, that you know, that you, said, you say that a lot. Uh, what, we, what we mean by that is we are hopeful that the programs, the opportunities, the educational workshops, um, you know, being an orientation leader, being an RA, being involved in a student organization, being a peer coach, being an SI, um, we are hopeful by those opportunities that all of us provide, that's not all student life, that's just people on campus, um, will help students learn and grow. And one of the things, this is gonna sound really weird, so, listen to the full sentence before you, you take it in. Seeing a student struggle and asking them questions and walking beside them and listening and sometimes providing a little bit of guidance and then seeing that student come out of that growth into a realization, into you know something that they didn't think they could do that they did, that's where we find joy. You know, I, I often, if you've ever been in the leadership workshop with me, you've heard my scenario of how a um, caterpillar turns into a butterfly. And it's a very painstaking process. And there's a story about a gentleman, an older gentleman watching, watching this caterpillar come out and, and he just hated to see the caterpillar struggle. And so he got a pair, of, he got his pocket knife out and he kind of cut the cocoon a little so that the caterpillar could become the butterfly sooner, right? But see, that butterfly never flew because the painstaking process of coming out of that cocoon makes the butterfly's wings strong enough for it to fly. So while we hate to see students struggle and we hate to see students uh, frustrated, the growth comes on the other end. 
And we are hopeful that just a small part of us being here and the services that we all provide, provide that opportunity so that we can come out on the other end and that our next challenge, we know we got, we got this. Great, well, Angie, thanks again for joining us. Um, we would love to have you on again sometime. Uh, if not before the fall, then definitely in the fall to talk about what's going on that semester. But uh, thanks again, really appreciate it. Thank you guys. And it's lovely to see your faces and hear your voices, even though it's not in person and I can't give you a big hug. Um, but let's make it a great semester, even though we know it'll be challenging, okay? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, so a lot happening this semester. We're looking forward to all that and seeing um, all the participation there. Of course, there's still classroom stuff going on. And for two of the cast of Rockcast America and Vince, final semester as undergrads. Um, talk about, if you will, and start with America, what's your outlook on the final semester? Are you, are you excited? Are you a little bit sad? Are you anxious to get it over with? Yeah, I'm excited to take on this last semester. I think that I have formed really great relationships with not only you know my friends, but also faculty and staff that I feel that I have done what I, I should have in college. Uh, I am sad, but because of that, I I feel like maybe it is you know getting time. I don't feel like I'm not ready to graduate, but I'm definitely just sad that I won't be able to see you know my friends as much. And you know, life after college is completely different. So, and especially now, maybe not, um, I'll kind of, I will not be, you know, in school next semester anymore. So it's going to be different, not uh, having classes or having homework, you know, come something completely different. I mean, been in school my whole life. So, but I'm excited. I think it's, it's just an exciting time to, you know, have a job um, and see what's out there for me. But yeah, I'm just excited to see my friends and just experienced this last semester together. Vince, how are you approaching your last semester here? Uh, I, I just kind of want to echo what America was saying. Um, for me and a lot of my friends, especially my roommates here, um, living in our off-campus house just up the street from Rockhurst, um, it, it definitely feels like a one big like last hurrah, one last ride here. Um, all of us are really excited to you know get our careers underway, but also like a little sad that like the time here that we're spending together is, is going to change. It's going to end, and I, I don't want to use a cliche, but it is pretty bittersweet, you know. And I remember being a freshman or a sophomore just here, some of my senior friends saying like, "Oh yeah, it goes by fast." Um, you know, it, it, it gets bittersweet. I'm like, "Oh, I'm never going to get there. That's that's two years away. That's three years away." And then you know, you blink, and suddenly you're the one. Uh, who's getting 47 Canvas notifications for their last few classes of college, right? And so, um, yeah, I think I'm going to go with uh, excited, but yeah, bittersweet uh, that it's all coming to an end here at the end of the semester. Okay, and a couple more discussion points for you, and then Brianna and Jarrett may have some questions for you as well. What are you going to miss the most? Um, it's going to sound a little weird for me, but just like the, the ebb and flow that college kind of provides for you schedule-wise between classes and organizations, events, and um, just like having fun with friends here in the college experience, like it, it's super unique to college. You don't really get that, you know, any other time in your life. And so I guess that just natural like ebb and flow of like, yeah, my, like my schedule book may be chock full of stuff to do, 
but like it's the people that I get to do that with on a daily basis. That's, that's really cool for me. That's what I'm going to miss the most. Obviously going into a career, you're going to spend all day at work and then you're too tired to go to work and then yada, yada, yada. Right. And so I think uh, that's probably the big thing that I miss kind of like that ebb and flow of seeing people uh, through different events, through different organizations, that sort of thing. I think I have to agree with you, Vince. I uh, really enjoy having a schedule like that, knowing that, you know, at this time I have class, then I have a meeting or, you know, right now this, you know, the um, recording this podcast is, you know, in my planner. And I feel like those types of things are not, I'm not going to have that moving forward. It's going to be different, obviously work. Um, and I'm excited for, for that, but it, it won't be the same. It won't be like everyone that you're surrounding yourself with is your same age. It is such a unique time in our lives that I think that's probably what I'm going to miss the most where we're all going through the same thing. And, you know, and that won't be, it won't be like that moving forward. But I think the, uh, the, the biggest, like, I don't know, jump that we're going to have to make as we move on from college to an actual career is like, you know, where do we find, like, obviously talking about like schedule and stuff, you find a lot of enjoyment and fulfillment through that. It's like, kind of finding how we're going to replace that, not necessarily replace, but uh, kind of find a new way to find that fulfillment in, you know, a work schedule rather than a school schedule. Yeah, and I think you have to be way more intentional, I would say, because now you get to see your friends and you really have to think about it that much. I mean, maybe you live with your friends, you have classes with your friends, or you maybe see them, you know, through Zoom meetings during this time, but uh, once you graduate, it won't be like that. You really have to be super intentional and re- about reaching out and being like, hey, let's talk. Let's go get, you know, coffee. And and now we don't really have to do that. It, it just kind of happens. It's just part of our everyday life. Jared, you were shaking your head on part of that. And you've had to step away from campus this year and, and go all online. Have you had to be way more intentional about keeping those relationships up? Definitely would say so, especially with the approach I've taken with it has been refreshing. Like when I first got home, I just wanted to really just do me, um, focus on myself. But then over time, like, you know, let me start calling these people periodically, texting them, see how everyone's doing. So honestly, if the biggest lesson I could say that I learned, and I really feel like this applies for honestly anyone, regardless of how old you are, whether you're in college, out of college, wherever you're at, is that, you know, you're really going to see the impact that people have on you when you're no longer in this close proximity to them, you know? And if those people really matter to you, if those people's connections that you made are dear to your heart, then you'll do what's required just to reach out to them. And you don't have to call every day. You don't have to call once a week. Maybe you don't even have to call once a month, but it's whatever you feel upon your heart is what you want to do and invest into those relationships that you fostered over the years. And even though it's been some time since I've been on campus, some things I'd say are a little bit more heavier than others. I've definitely been able to gain a higher sense of, you know, how do I go about that? You know, it's it's a nice thing that I've learned. I feel like that's something that maybe throughout my years, especially in high school, you know, because we didn't have COVID, you know, so it was definitely, I really feel as if sometimes I took things for granted just because I was around people all the time. All of a sudden I graduate, I never talk to these people again. But if it's anything that I've learned from this space away and then COVID, how that's compounded this entire thing is that just being intentional is so important and it's not as hard as you make it out to be if those people those experiences and those relationships really matter to you so america invents a couple more questions for you putting you on the spot here a little bit is there anything that you won't miss yeah yeah i won't i won't miss the 47 canvas notifications i get every single day about all the assignments i have to do 
I, I'm not, I'm also not going to miss um, uh, uh, posting a discussion response and replying to at least two of my classmates posts with at least 50 words. <laughs> I think uh, I spent my entire day, uh, I think every single one of my classes uh, on the first day of school on Tuesday, I, I, I spent do, uh, just doing discussion posts and I was running the same stuff over and over again. And I was going to put my head through drywall doing all of that. I, I think it's a pretty universally understood like thing for students. Just those discussion posts, man, they're just not fun to do. Uh, they feel super forced. So I'm definitely not going to miss any of those. Um, the problem is like, I feel like once I graduate, I'm just going to graduate to the workplace, having to explain my life story to like coworkers and stuff again. So I guess it's going to follow me wherever I go, but I'm definitely not going to miss that. <laughs> Yeah, I'm probably not going to miss homework. Definitely not. Um, writing essays. No. Spending hours um, studying for a test. Yeah, no, I don't think so. <laughs> Won't be missing that. And, you know, I, I agree about the Canvas notifications. And then we also get so many emails every day. It is crazy. But then I, I don't know. I feel like maybe or group me messages from every organization. Oh my goodness, that's too much. But now that I think about it, and maybe I say that now, but maybe once I graduate, I'll, I feel like maybe I'll kind of miss it and be like, wow, it was kind of so nice just to see what people were doing. But um, definitely homework. I don't think anyone really misses that. So yeah, I'm excited not to have to do that and just maybe have more free time um, in the afternoons. That'd be kind of nice just to kind of actually get to do the things I like to do. Um, maybe pick up some hobbies. That'd be kind of nice. But. And for those who may be listening who haven't heard some of the previous episodes where we've talked about plans after college, can you guys kind of uh, run down what your plans are for next year? Um, start with America. Yes, so my plan right now, um, it, it, it's still, you know, it could, still, it could still change, but it's to apply to law school this fall. I'm still thinking about maybe this fall or the upcoming fall, but right as of right now, I'd be this fall. So I guess everything I said that I wouldn't miss, I would probably have, I would only not miss it for one year because then I'll be right back at it um, and like 10 times worse. But that's my plan right now. So I'm studying for the ASA and I also started looking for jobs for this upcoming year. So that's kind of what I've been doing right now. Just a lot of um, job searching, I met with career services, um, and they were extremely, extremely helpful. So for any students listening, um, if you are ever, you know, kind of wondering or you can't really find anything or just need like interview preparation, definitely reach out to them because they're extremely helpful. And yeah, that's what I'm doing right now. Just looking for jobs, um, maybe in like the finance or accounting world um, or, you know, whatever pops up because it maybe it would only be a year, maybe two. But yeah, just trying to figure it out. I feel like um, many of us are. Uh, my big thing uh, for the semester, I'll, I'll be studying for the NCLEX, which is the National Licensing Exam uh, for Nurses. Uh, my goal, uh, I want to be a um, ICU nurse. Um, so I actually have an interview for a position next week, uh, actually just coming up Tuesday, technically still next week. But uh, having that come up, uh, I've sent out a few more applications to some other hospitals about that as well. So I'm waiting to hear back on that. So hopefully in a year, ideally, uh, I'd have a position as a nurse uh, at, at one of the HC hospitals, uh, ICUs here in Kansas City. Any um, events for you, any trepidation about jumping into a hospital during a global pandemic? Um, like if you yeah. think back like four years, like, yeah, I want to be a nurse. Um, 
when I get out of school, we'll be in the middle of a pandemic. Right. Yeah. I mean, so um, actually, let's um, so bring that up. So um, I saw a post on TikTok that they someone's kind of talking about like some of the hardest majors, and I forgot what organization labeled as this, but uh, they found that like nursing is like the hardest major um, for undergrad in college. And so jumping from nursing school to actually working during a pandemic is like going from you know fr um, from the frying pan to the fire, right? Um, but I'm excited to jump into it. Um, obviously, yeah, it's going to be hard uh, in a pandemic. But for me personally, like the way I see it is I kind of have a can I, I like to have a can do attitude about stuff. So like, you know, if I'm ever struggling, like in my future, uh, my future career as a nurse, like I can always look back to my first year, like, hey, I survived as a new nurse in a global pandemic. I can do like I can if I can handle that, I can solve whatever's going on in my current time. Right. And so um, the thing with adversity and stuff like this is that like it only makes you better. And so I'm willing to go through it head, uh, head first. Brianna and Jarrett, any questions for the outgoing seniors here? Yes, I do have a question. I've been actually thinking about it. <laughs> um, so let's say you had no budget, no COVID restrictions. If you could implement something on campus or add anything to campus that you would like before you left, like kind of like a final hurrah, like what would it be? I know it's like an outside the box question. So. Are you talking like maybe like a like an like event like event sort of thing or just like or like a consistent like program or it could be a program an event um, a new building on campus like anything that you wish you had like while you were here this isn't particularly uh maybe I wish I had back then I guess what I wished I had right now was just like all the events that usually happen in the spring especially as it's my last semester I thought that would be really cool just being able to see everyone and I feel like you know obviously we've talked about this with the freshmen I feel like they have not been able to see the companionship and just the community that we have here at Rockhurst so I would have loved um, that my last semester it had been like it, I guess I had seen it to be, or I had thought it would be, where I I could see, you know, the freshmen kind of also involved in our community and really see what it's like. And also just been able to spend it with the seniors, how I guess it would have been if it weren't for COVID. So that's probably what I wish, what I wish I had now, um, but yeah. Where, where I kind of struggle with this question is that like every like, you know, big hurrah thing that I can think about is stuff that we already do here at the university pre-pandemic times. Um, specifically, the first one that came to mind was Rockstock. Um, I absolutely love that event. That's one of my favorite things. I'm so happy that we do it, bringing a band over here, just to have the personal concert here on Rockers campus. And it always takes place like the second or third to last week from school. So honestly, like that's like the big last hurrah for a lot of seniors here going to that concert. Um, I remember my freshman year, the, for the first one we had um, that I saw was uh, Dan and Shay, and I already loved them before. And so, um, yeah, I definitely think like, going to Rockstock one more time is definitely something that I would want to do because it's just such a good event. And SAB always seems like they pick just the right artist uh, at the right time to come visit our campus. So that's definitely something that I wish we could still have. Yeah, I, I, I was kind of thinking that too, Vince, just kind of having, I wish we could have that concert, but now as seniors, especially that Dan and Shay one, it was just so, it was a really great um, concert. And just to see all the seniors, you know, when I was a freshman and just thinking how excited they were. And, and it's really just like that last time that they're all together. And it's a really great way to celebrate. And graduation, we've talked about it before, but I mentioned it again. I would just love that if it were normal, but I know that's not really up to the school, that's up to the global pandemic. Um, 
but that would have been something that I would have liked. Well, I heard, well, okay, I'm not, I'm not the type to speak on this, but I heard that it's not completely off the table. Like, I think they are really trying to work hard for some type of in-person um, commencement. So, I've heard through the grapevine that it might potentially be on the table as well. I don't know if it would be like limited or like maybe you have one or two guests or no guests at all. Shoot, you know what? I wouldn't care if we had like no guests at that and we saw at a graduation. Like I'll, I'll celebrate with my friends and my roommates. That's totally fine. Mom, dad, I'm sorry, but I'll send you the pictures afterward. <laughs> if that means you can get to walk like physically. I, I just remember even before I was even a student here, uh, the reason why I came to Rockers is he had a family friend who went through the school who really liked it and he told me all about graduation. I'm like, that's actually really cool. So um, I, I would I would do anything for that. <laughs> I would need the walk to power and light. I remember being a senior in high school and when I decided that I wanted to come to Rockers, I followed their Instagram and they were posting um, like graduation pictures because it was in May. And I just remember like seeing them celebrated. And I remember thinking, well, one day, you know, one day that'll be me in four years. And I'm, honestly, who would have thought, you know, who would have thought it, it wasn't going to happen, especially for the reason. And, you know, either way, if we have now, it's like, as long as we have something, that, that would be really nice. But yeah, we, I guess no one had in way, any way of predicting what could have happened. You have a question. Let's let's get deep here, my friends. Um, <laughs> so, you know, both you guys are seniors, proud of seeing, you know, just how much work you've put in, regardless of the pandemic or anything that's gone on around you. You know, you this is the fruits of your labor. You know, you've made it here. You've made it this far, and there's only so much more that you can accomplish. So that's great. Looking back, you know, on your entire college experience, you know, since you stumbled upon Rockers as a freshman. Is there anything that you would change, anything you would have done differently, anything that you look back on and maybe say, okay, I would have done this. Maybe I would have altered this a little bit differently. Maybe I would have done this sooner. You know, just looking back on your college experience, is there anything that you would change if given that opportunity? Um, I, I think for me, if I were to go back and like tell myself, you know, what, like one piece, like I had 30 seconds to give myself one piece of advice um, to help improve my college experience. I would tell myself um, to reach out to those older students on campus that I've made relationships with uh, more than I did before. Um, I think I, I definitely played a little more safe my first semester of freshman year. Um, definitely would have told myself, you know, the nights that I was just playing video games in my room, go find someone in your hall to go do something with, go, you know, improve those relationships, build those relationships, relationships with other people on campus. Uh, because I did that a lot more my second semester, and it only made me wish I did it more my first semester. Um, I guess this kind of advice to my freshman yourself is actually kind of advice to new students and freshmen now, but definitely don't be afraid to get your feet wet. Just jump right into school, go get involved, go send that text message to whoever and whatever organization to see you about joining. This school, you get what you put into it, and the more you put into it, the more the school will give back to you. So I would say to my freshman yourself, definitely reach out to more people and get involved some more. Mine's a little bit similar. I would say just taking advantage of all the services that Rockers offers. I mentioned before that I had a meeting with career services and, you know, I, as an ambassador, I talk about all these things when I'm giving tours, but I honestly, I wasn't really using them sometimes where I thought that I had everything under control. 
and you know when I had that meeting I was like goodness if only I had you know maybe taken this um, step maybe a year ago it would have been extremely helpful or just maybe going to my advisor sooner than sooner than later and kind of having those conversations because uh, sometimes I, I guess it's normal to feel a little bit scared and kind of what Ben said reaching out to the upperclassmen because you know now I really wish that I could you know get to know the freshmen but it's really hard right now um, with obviously the pandemic, but I would love to talk to them and, or like no more sophomores as well. Um, but you know, when I was a sophomore, a freshman, I was pretty scared. I thought that they didn't want to talk to me or they didn't care, but that's not true at all. Uh, and that just really shows kind of what type of community we have here at Rockers. Everyone really wants to get to know you and wants you to feel at home, especially now as a senior, all I want is to, you know, uh, other students to really kind of have uh, a great experience just like I have. So yeah, definitely reach out, take advantage um, of anyone or not have anyone that can help you um, and what they can do to help you. So uh, that's kind of my advice or something that I wish I would have done differently. Brianna and Jarrett, uh, you're a couple years in, but if you could talk to your freshman self, uh, is there anything that sticks out to you already? I feel like every student, and I, well, I may not know this exact point now until I'm where Vince in America is at. I feel like every student has like this turning point in their college experience, or even like a set of events where you have a completely new outlet, like you start to see things shift. So I know for me in the beginning, I really wish I just gave Rockers a chance because I just did not want to be here. I was very stubborn and I just didn't want to hear anything. And so I wish I didn't come into um, Rockers with that attitude because now I get so much out of Rockers. Like I completely agree with what's been said. Um, you get what you put into it. So um, yeah, so I would definitely say that um, keeping an open mind and not letting other people's perceptions of what college should be like or how college should look. Um, I think that's definitely important for people who are coming into college. I definitely agree with what Bri is that, um, especially about the turning point. I definitely could say I have my turning point just because looking back to like when I was a freshman, I was definitely very excited to come to Rockers. I was so excited and I loved it. I love every second of being there, I still do. Um, I do think that I might not have been as oriented as looking towards my future as I am now, just as, there are things that I'm passionate now that I actually was passionate about back in my freshman year, like something like I'm very artistic, so I'm very much into the arts, I'm acting, I'm doing other things and like writing poetry, but I didn't really do those things when I came to Rockers as a freshman. I feel as if I was maybe just a little bit too infatuated with the environment that I didn't realize I could do both. You know, I could have my fun and be able to connect with people while also taking that time to develop myself interpersonally. So, and that's honestly not really a regret because I'm proud of who I am right now. But looking forward, and I guess that's definitely advice that I could say I have for anybody. It's not just a freshman, but maybe some you know incoming freshmen, seniors in high school right now, considering rockers, is that you just want to find that balance, you know, um, connecting, meeting new people, while also taking the time to better yourself. Those are two things that can coexist. And even though I did believe that at the time, I really feel like it was hard for me to apply that when I stepped on campus. But now that I know that, I do think it's important for me to, you know, hand that off to the people up and coming so that they know. Great. So four years ago for Vince and America, um, you guys both said, you know, who would have predicted we're in the, the situation we're in now. 
Um, so if you did have a crystal ball back then, you see the global pandemic, but you also see the Chiefs are in their second straight Super Bowl after winning last year. Coming up next week, Super Bowl 55, 55, 55, okay, yeah. You got the GOAT, Tom Brady, he was playing in his 75th Super Bowl um, against Patrick, that's not true, against Mahomes, the next GOAT, or will he overtake him as GOAT? So first off, who you got? Who's going to win this and by how much? Um, Vince, you got the jersey on, so you got to go first. Naturally, of course. Um, obviously, I might be a little biased living in Kansas City my whole life, but definitely take going against what most of the analysts are saying, and I'm taking the Chiefs for this one. Um, I think that this year we have, you know, I think we've only improved uh, from our Super Bowl win from last year. Um, I know a lot of people are concerned about the, at the rate at which we're winning games, you know, especially near the middle to end of the season, not winning games by a ton of margin. But I think that only goes to our advantage because it kind of shows that like, even when we're not playing at our best, uh, we have a switch that we can flip and we can dig deep and win games that we're not playing our best in. So it only shows like, hey, what if we are firing on our cil all cylinders, right? So um, definitely taking the chase with this one. Um, I would like to think that, you know, I'm, I'm a fan of offense. I'm a fan of high scoring games. I think that um, what everyone's been saying since 2018, if you're going to be the Chiefs, you're going to have to beat us in a shootout. So I want to see a shootout for uh, this game. Um, I don't think I'll take us by a ton, but I think I'll take Chiefs over Bucks. I think 27 24 is a little too low, maybe like 34 28, something like that. I would say that I definitely got the Chiefs. <laughs> um, it's it's hard, like, I love football, but as far as, like, I'm a little biased to, like, just the teams that I like. Like, I don't really watch any of the other ones that, you know, get you where you are now. But um, I would say as far as, like, the score, I don't really know about, like, the exact numbers. But I actually hope it's a close game because it just keeps me on my toes. It keeps me frustrated as well. And so um, I really love close games because blowouts are kind of boring. Like you want to see like back and forth. Um, so I really hope it's a close game. But um, even though it's close, you know for a fact that the Chiefs are doing it. So um, that's what I'm looking forward to. And that's my prediction. All right. Sports analysis time. Let's go. Wow. <laughs> I'm going to give my keys to the game for both of these teams. Um, so the thing about why this Super Bowl is so crazy is obviously not just, you know, because we're talking about two arguably, well, at least one that's up and coming as far as what could be, you know, the greatest player of all time. And one that many would say is the greatest player of all time. You know, you've got Patrick Mahomes hasn't lost a game by more than a score since college. And you've got Tom Brady, who's been consistently at the game's biggest stage for about two decades now. These competitors make everybody around them that much better. So honestly, I do think, just as Vince said, it's gonna be a shootout. And I honestly, I believe the Chiefs will win if they do these things. Um, they have to protect Pat Mahomes because he got knocked up two games ago. And that's definitely not gonna go good if he even gets rocked in any type of way. So O-line, that responsibility is definitely gonna fall on them. But as far as everything else, I mean, their team has always been known to – they can literally be down a few scores at any time in the game, and they can still come back and beat you. So if the Buccaneers want to win, 
they're going to have to have that resilience so that when they keep scoring, they just keep scoring, they keep scoring, they don't change anything. And if they see that it's working, they just stay with it. That's the best thing I can say. But all I do know is that even though I believe the Chiefs will win, Tom Brady is going to do everything in his power to make sure that not just he does what he needs to do, but that his team does what he needs to do. Considering that this is only his first year on a new team, it's pretty scary. You know, and if you are a true Kansas City fan, I'm more so I go to college in Kansas City. I'm a Chicago Bears fan, to be honest. But I do like the organization. It's just that if you are a fan, you want to see the Chiefs win. That's probably the best thing that you can root for is that Tom Brady maybe doesn't keep playing at the high level that he has been in the past few games that we've seen. Score prediction? Oh, score prediction. Oh, good question. Ah, I'm not good with score predictions. <laughs> but let's say... <laughs> Okay, um, this has got to be an offensive game. If if not, it'll be really defensive. But I'm gonna say thirty-one twenty-four Chiefs in regulation. I was oh, I was born in KCMO. I've been here my whole life, so obviously the Chiefs. I mean, I could never not. Um, and then I don't know too much about football, but I guess my prediction would be. I'm just going to see like 27, 30. I feel like that would be kind of um, interesting. So that's what I'm going to say. Is there anything you guys do around the Super Bowl when you have parties in normal years or whatever you're going to do this year? Do you do um, like a big, do you do a big party? Do you do like little fun prop bets on the side? How long is the national anthem going to go? Um, will the super uh, halftime performer wear a hat? little things like that that you see out there. Do you guys do anything fun around the Super Bowl? Or is it really just, yeah, I'll watch the game and then really watch the commercials, anything beyond that? I guess now for us, we do a little bit more. Um, because in the past, I mean, even though I've always been a Chiefs fan, we know they weren't the best growing up. Um, so it's not like and they were anywhere close to like playing and, you know, like the playoffs or of course not the Super Bowl. Um, but yeah, we would just kind of get together and have like some snacks, but now it's, there's more, um, to do. So maybe just kind of where, oh, where our chief's gear and, um, take pictures. I don't know. We'll see. I know last year was a lot of fun. Um, I know I have family in KC, even though I'm from St. Louis, um, I have family in KC. So everyone was in their Chiefs gear and it was just so much fun. Um, we had a TV in the basement, we had a TV upstairs. Like even if you're going to get food, you can still watch it on your way upstairs. Like it was just so much fun. Um, and then even the kids were dressed up in all their little Chiefs clothes, which is so cute. Um, and so like even looking forward to this year, it's gonna be very interesting to see like how you're gonna go about that. Um, I wouldn't even mind having like a Chiefs contest with my friends, like we can, rock out the best chief gear um that would be a lot of fun but yes i'm very excited um for me normally we have like a huge watch party where we like pack uh someone's house but obviously can't do that this year uh so the plan this year is to just watch with my roommates uh there's six of us here at my off-campus house um one of my roommates uh tristan actually got a projector for christmas so we're gonna be projecting the game on that big thing so that's gonna be really nice people put it up our uh, on our entire wall but uh, kind of talking about the prop bets, uh, my favorite ones to do is heads or tails on the coin flip and then plus or minus two minutes on the national anthem because me and my friends get way too analytical for that because we like to say, all right, who's going to be the artist singing at this time? You know, 
what's their pace, how they're going to sing it, what key, like stupid stuff like that, making the bets. So um, that's kind of what we do to make it fun. I have a question. It's for anybody, really, because honestly, it struck me. Um, as well, I don't know if everybody knows, but whoever doesn't know, um, The weekend is performing a halftime show at this year's Super Bowl. How do you guys feel about that? Are you guys big fans of The weekend? Are you feeling? Also, they said um, his show is going to be, I think, almost double the length of what other halftime shows. This is 24 minutes. Typically, you know, someone like Katy Perry, who had one of the most memorable performances, was like 12 minutes. <laughs> this is 24. So how do you guys feel about that? You know, that just the weekend and the halftime show or in general, what are you guys expecting about that? I feel like this is something we don't talk about as much. To me, it sounds like the NFL is trying to recoup some of the lost COVID costs with doubling. I did. I, this is the first time I heard about it, but um, I like the weekend personally. Um, all I have to say to that is that um, to whoever is going to be the producer for the uh, halftime show controlling all the camera angles, um, don't choose a lot of the uh, the close-ups. Um, that plastic surgery did not do him too well. Sorry, I have to keep saying myself. Um, the weekend. I actually did not know anything about that. Um, Twenty-four minutes. Wow, you're gonna really have to be a showstopper. Like, um, great performance. But we'll see what happens with that. Um, I don't know. I think it'll be interesting. Um, so hopefully he can keep people engaged especially in the middle of a super bowl because we're going to get ready to i want to i'll be ready to watch the game in the second half so um hopefully you can keep it all the way through and i just thought about it but i wonder since rockers is bringing the movie screen like that's something that's new i wonder if it will be available on the super bowl and if so you can have up to 50 people in the convocation center and if so that would be lit <laughs> so I thought to NG after this. You're on to something. You're on to something. They would probably have some type of sign-up, though, if they do. Like, that would get taken so quick. But that would be so much fun. They could. They did that for the um, debate, the first presidential debate and the second one. Oh, yeah, they did the match. They should do it for the Super Bowl. It only makes sense. That was off topic, but that, that would be so much fun. All right, well. Four for four, it's going to be the Chiefs. It's really no reason to watch. It's for the prop bets and the weekend. So if you are a new listener to uh, the Rockcast, we encourage you to subscribe. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, uh, Spotify, anywhere you get your podcasts. And also to watch the discussion, you can find us on YouTube. Uh, at youtube.com slash rockfirsthawk and be sure to rate review um and again tell your friends get them to subscribe uh really good conversation this week we thank angie carr for being on and talking about uh what's going on this spring so thank you so much for listening and for angie and then america and vince and brianna and jared uh i'm chad schnarr thanks for listening everyone and have a great week Thank you.